0: Bill O'Reilly is here to uh, give us his take on the impeachment. Really looking forward to it. He studied it last night. He watched it all day yesterday. What did you walk away with uh, on the impeachment hearings? Bill O'Reilly.
1: Well, first, we have to talk about the defamation of you describing me as old.
0: <laughs> Ancient?
1: Um, yeah, my my attorney, Swifty. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I thought you were talking about Whoopi Goldberg there for a moment <laughs> yeah. you mentioned my name. Yeah. All right, so I watched the um, the impeachment hearings, and I watched it as an American. I want everybody to know that, not as a pro-Trump or anti-Trump yep. pundit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just as an American citizen who loves his country and wants the best for it. So one word sums up what I saw, and that is fiasco. It was a fiasco. And the reason is that still after all of the verbiage, all of the bloviating, I still don't know what the crime is or the high misdemeanor. I I don't know what it is.
0: Well, they were clearly yesterday going, uh, walking all around it, but they were building the case, I think yesterday, that it's bribery.
1: But you start in any kind of a judicial hearing, you start with the offense. Right. So here's the offense, and we're going to prove it. And then the defense attorney goes, oh, you're not going to prove it. He didn't do it. But here... I got a guy with a bow tie. Um, I thought he was one of the S X mousketeers that I remember (laughs) watching when he was a kid. I I try to trace that back. Right, yeah. Who who actually said nothing. I don't remember one word the man said. Then I have an ambassador, William Taylor, who was very credible. All right, he read the longest statement in the world, longer than William Henry Harrison's inaugural address that got him killed. All right. It was longer than that. Yeah. And then I said, well, maybe Taylor, you know, uh, let me listen to this guy. And here's where Taylor lost all credibility. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So after he goes through the litany of, well, I was told, uh, and this person told me, and then I heard, and then it might have been, after he goes through all of that, never he saw or he did it, no, never that, all hearsay. Then the Republican says to him, are you aware that there is a Justice Department investigation into possible corruption involving Ukraine in the 2016 election? Are you aware of that? And you know what he said? Can you repeat the question? Over, he heard the question. All right? He heard it. He was trying to buy time because he couldn't, he didn't have an answer. And that is the crux of the whole thing. That's the defense of Donald Trump. There's an investigation into corruption, alleged activities by the Obama administration during the 2016 campaign and after President Trump was inaugurated by the Justice Department. The president is trying to get information about
0: that. That's the defense, period. It is. It's a
1: valid defense.
0: Right. And uh, I don't think either of them knew uh, about that i i, I think possible it is absolutely if you are the ambassador in uh, you know you have to know you, that you th- there was a trial two people that were very high up in the government were convicted right how, so how do you not know that? he
1: knows but he couldn't answer and that told me he's not an honest man yeah all right that he was there in an agenda uh forum.
0: Do we have, hang on just a second, Bill. I want to play another piece of, of his testimony when Jim Jordan went after him. Do we have the Jim Jordan uh, piece? Because I'd, I'd love to get your reaction to this. Listen, Bill.
2: Let me read it one more time. Ambassador Taylor recalls that Mr. Morrison told Ambassador Taylor that I told Mr. Morrison that I conveyed this message to Mr. Yarmouk on September 1st, 2019, in connection with Vice President Pence's visit to Warsaw and a meeting with President Zelensky. We got six people having four conversations in one sentence. And you just told me this is where you got your clear understanding, which I, I mean, even though you had three opportunities with President Zelensky for him to tell you, you know what, we're going to do these investigations to get the aid, didn't tell you three different times, never makes an announcement, never tweets about it, never does a see an interview. Ambassador, you weren't on the call, were you? The president, you didn't listen on President Trump's call and President Zelensky's call? I did not. You've never talked with Chief of Staff Mulvaney? I never did. You never met the president. That's correct. You had three meetings again with Zelensky, and it didn't come up. And two of those, they had never heard about, as far as I know. And president so there was Zelensky, no reason for and it. President to Zelensky never made an announcement. This is this is what I can't believe. And you're their star witness. You're their first witness. Mr. You're the Jordan. guy. You're the guy. Based on this, based on I mean, I've seen. I've seen church prayer chains that are easier to understand than this. Ambassador Taylor recalls that Mr. Morrison told... Now, again, this is I hereby swear and affirm from Gordon Sondland. Ambassador Taylor recalls that Mr. Morrison told Ambassador Taylor that I told Mr. Morrison that I conveyed this message to Mr. Yarmouk on September 1st, 20. This all happens, by the way. This all happens, by the way, in Warsaw, where Vice President Pence meets with President Zelensky. And guess Master what? Taylor, they didn't I talk can. about any linkage either.
0: Stop. Try that means Bill... Speak. Yes. That's the most incredible. He said in his testimony, no, I didn't think any quid pro quo was going on. I had three meetings over three months. But then I talked to this guy and I was convinced.
1: Right. Somebody told me and then they overheard.
0: That's crazy.
1: Uh, Yeah. All right. But everybody knows that. So that's why I started this with one word fiasco and it is a fiasco and i believe most americans now will turn away. Number one is incredibly boring. I mean, you really i for the first time in my life back i was begging for dr phil to come on. <laughs> All right, first time in my life. Give me dr phil. All right? Because that how boring it was. And so now the networks are in a quandary. They can't continue to broadcast this stuff because nobody's going to watch it and i believe most americans even if they won't tell the pollsters say this is bull you know we know nixon instructed justice, we you know clinton lied and was perjured himself under oath um, but this, uh, this is a, a bunch of garbage and let let's be real for a second here as far as what actually happened donald trump wanted dirt on joe biden he did Alright, because that's what they all want. Every single politician I have ever met wanted dirt on a possible opponent or an opponent. Everyone. But there is no evidence that Trump said, Oh, I'm not gonna give this country aid unless they fabricate. No. He asked them to do him a favor and cooperate with the investigation and look into certain matters. Any president would do that if this is now the standard every single president as i said on billoreilly.com last night every president going forward if his or her party does not control the house will be impeached you'll find something all right and then you'll impeach so the whole system's collapsing before our eyes aided and abetted by the media because they are the drivers behind this. If the media had been skeptical of it and criticized the Democrats for doing yeah, it, yeah. Pelosi never would have done it.
0: Agree. So how does this end, Bill?
1: It ends quickly. Uh old Mitch McConnell, I call him Wiley coyote.
0: I call coyote. him a
1: turtle. He's a wily turtle. <sighs> and he already knows what he's gonna do. He already has it. So he said last night to the press, well, you know, we're going to have to, if they refer it to us, we'll have to, you know, do it. It'll be like a day. Um, I think that's a huge mistake. And then they'll find some procedural thing.
0: Huge mistake.
1: I know, I know, I know you want a big exposition of uh, the corruption and all you, of that.
0: You have to, ex- you are exactly right about what's going to happen and the precedence that is being set now. There is, you know, there used to be some standard for you. There's no standard now None. you can do. They have dragged this country through four years of lies and investigations at, just to damage this guy, just to impeach him. And if you don't make people pay for that politically and professionally, well, we're done.
1: Here's where you and I disagree. All right. I think you get this done and you, look, the Republican senator said yesterday, we're not even going to watch it. We're not even watching it. Okay, we're going to watch Netflix. We're not watching this. So that was a clear message like, hey, there's no way we're going to ever remove the president. So get rid of it. And then Trump campaigns and wins again and that is your revenge that is the worst thing that could happen to the democrats in the media would be trump getting reelected don't you agree with that
0: um yeah in the short term but uh, in the Everybody's long term they
1: back back there's no long term in america anymore people's concentration spans of 30 seconds they're already tired of this even if the Senate uncovers all of this stuff, they're not going to pay attention back.
0: It is it, it's, that's not true. Not. That's not, I don't believe that's true. It's Maybe that no 30 percent, no one the in the media is it looks at the American people as anything other than a bunch of mindless boobs. And they, so what they the do is they churn not, out. Hang on, they, they churn out. They churn out programming for mindless boobs and you don't know, you know, the chicken or the egg, which is which is it? If you treat the American people uh, with respect and say this is important, here's how and you know how to craft a story, Americans will pay attention. They just don't believe anything that they're seeing in the media. They don't believe them. They don't believe any of it. So no, why I really watch? I disagree
1: it? on that. I think if the Senate. Had a two month trial on this that um, most Americans would not.
0: Participate oh, you don't need a two month. Washington. You don't need a two month trial. You could do it in two weeks and shut it down. You just call the whistleblower. Call the whistleblower.
1: But you can't call him because he's protected by the federal Bull government. Crap. He not have you
0: to. You don't. You cannot start an impeachment and then expect that you're not going to be called and cross-examined. That's Listen, absolutely I named unreasonable. I
1: whistleblower on BillOReilly.com. I know, His so do I. His name and resume is, all, or is up right. there? Because I agree with you, the American people need to know what a sham this is.
0: Exactly right.
1: And who his lawyer is. and It's the same thing that happened to Kavanaugh, same playbook right down the line.
0: Right. Everything's the same. And what happened? And when when Blasey Ford actually got in front of the American people and were asked reasonable questions with respect, it all fell apart. It all fell apart. That's
1: correct. But this isn't even at that level. It's already fallen apart, Beck. You're not going to convince Trump haters to not hate him.
0: It's not about so Trump. I don't
1: understand what, what a two-week trial in the Senate. I, I just like to say, all right, two days, goodbye. This is a farce. It's ridiculous. And let's go into the campaign mode. That's what I'd like to see. I think that'd be most effective for the country.
0: I'm going to say and let
1: the chips fall. What, uh, whatever happens next November.
0: I'm going to send you uh, a clip from uh, last night's uh, special that I did on this. It was the third part of uh, this impeachment thing that I've done uh, mm-hmm. over the last couple of months. And uh, Bill, it, it what they're actually hiding. Why Schiff actually said. Um, oh, you're going to hear from this whistleblower. Oh, yeah, America needs to hear from it. And then changes his course is like, no, you can't talk to this whistleblower. I don't even
1: know the whistleblower. Did you catch him say that?
0: Uh, Yeah, oh, my gosh.
1: And How? then Washington Post gave him four Pinocchios, uh, and then Pinocchio sued the Washington Post.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. Don't compare me to Adam yeah, Schiff. I'm right. just Pinocchio. I just my name. <laughs> that's right. I was just hanging out with donkeys. This and guy's you, a real ass. Mad too. They're all mad. All right. Hang on just a second. Uh, more with Bill O'Reilly because the president wasn't watching the impeachment uh, hearings yesterday. He was actually busy, uh, and what happened apparently. Uh, it was was pretty dramatic. All right. Yesterday in the White House was uh, President Erdogan from uh, Turkey. Not a good guy uh, at all. Uh, uh, a dictator in Turkey who is looking, I think, to build a caliphate. Um, and uh, it didn't go well. In the Oval Office, he apparently uh, took out his iPad and started showing um, a, a propaganda video about how bad the Turks are. Bill, the Kurds you mean. I mean the yeah the Kurds yeah not the Turks the Kurds
1: yeah but then they also they after that they had hummus
0: and it yeah, was good and it was yeah, good so, yeah. here here's the here's the amazing thing I mean first yeah. he's he's doing the propaganda and the president is is being polite I think and. Uh, and Lindsey Graham just says, you want me to uh, you want me to give me a few minutes? I'll find a film about how bad you guys are. I know You don't, you don't even need a few minutes.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, I, I don't really I understand why Trump needs Turkey. Big air base there we have. He wants them to be a bulwark against Iran. Um, I got it. But, uh, you know, all of this is just, to me, there are certain things that you have to do that you don't want to do. And he doesn't care about Erdogan. I mean, Trump doesn't. He can't even say his name. Um, You don't care about him. He just wants certain things to be in place. Turkey's powerful, big army. We need the air base there. We need them to give Iran a hard time. And that's what this is all about.
0: So um, let me pass this by you, Bill. Uh, You remember when uh, Trump said to Turkey, go ahead and and we're going to move out. And everybody in the media was like, what is he getting? He's probably he's probably got some deal with his hotel there in in Istanbul and he's getting (laughs) something. Um, I didn't hear anyone say this, and I'd love your opinion on it. I think we know what he got. What he got was the leader of Al Qaeda that we killed. Do you yeah, think I got the
1: intel on them.
0: Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what we got. I mean,
1: all of that stuff is back-channel stuff, and it really doesn't matter to uh, the American people in the long run. Um, and, and we have deals with all kinds of people that we don't like that are bad people. And we have to. It, it's just the way of the world. You have to. And, you know... When I see this kind of stuff, I just roll my eyes and I get back to the most important thing, which is I think this country's in big trouble. Yeah. From within,
0: not without. I agree with you. Um, And uh, that's one of the things that we talked about last night on the special. um, And make sure you watch it if you haven't seen it. It's uh, posted now on uh, YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube or if you're a member of The Blaze. But watch it and pass it on with a friend. Back with more Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com in a second. We had tons of uh, comments on the special last night. Uh, one that came in said, "This is the Rosetta Stone for watching the impeachment. Don't miss it. you can find it at Glenbeck.com. All of the documents that we used in last night's special we we use social media to push them out in real time, but you can find the raw script and all of the documents at Glenbeck.com. You can also watch it at blazetv.com. Save $20 uh, now, 20% off with, uh, for your year subscription with the promo code GB20OFF. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is back. Uh, I want to I talk to you a little bit about, uh, in a roundabout way, the impeachment and Joe Biden. He doesn't seem to be hurt by this impeachment thing at all. Biden? Yes.
1: Oh, I disagree. I think he's really gotten hammered in the, uh, in the uh, popular precincts. Not in the media, of course. They're not going to ever report anything accurately. But you look at the poll numbers, and they're really not accurate now. I, I see that. But the, uh, he's soft everywhere. And that's why you saw uh, Bloomberg and Duval Patrick, former governor of Massachusetts, and close confidant to Barack Obama, mm-hmm. get into the race. Because... Nobody thinks that Biden's a strong candidate, and now Biden has no comeback to this, let's say, questionable, dubious thing that he did. It's not a crime, but it's unethical, and it made the country look bad.
2: So,
0: so um, you have Patrick Duvall, who I yeah. don't think has a chance, Bloomberg. No, but that's a question. No, yeah, why, Patrick.
1: why is he bothering So you got to figure Duvall is Obama's best
0: pal. They're
1: buds, all right? Right. So you know they talked about this. They had to.
0: No, no, no. No, because we know Barack Obama supports Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden said, please, Mr. President, don't endorse me. (laughs) Right, I know. (laughs) All right, so
1: you know Biden and Duvall commiserated, and and then Biden had a—I'm not Biden— uh, Obama and Duval commiserated, and Obama had to sign off on it. Yeah. And that's why I'm telling you that Biden's been hurt. There's no enthusiasm for him at all in the in the party, but the party realizes they can't run the crazy radicals, and they got to have some kind of moderate person, and upsteps the poster boy for income inequality, um, Michael Bloomberg. I have a great column on him on BillOReilly.com, because I know him um, not pretty well, but I know him a bit. I know Patrick just a little, but you're right. Patrick and and Bloomberg don't have any chance at all. No. So why are
0: they bothering? And Warren is falling in the polls. Looks like she's falling apart. And uh, then you have Buttigieg, who's starting to come up, but yeah. he's not gonna. You think he'd be president? Do you think he'd win? I, you know, um, Pete Buttigieg. Wow, right? Uh, he could he could win Iowa. He could he
1: could do that. Press loves him, right? You know he checks all the boxes. Very well. He's not. He's guy. white.
0: He's white. But on yeah, that, gay, box.
1: that overrides. No, it does heads. not.
0: No, you don't think it does. No, it does not. No, but maybe
1: he's got some Indian blood in him. No, Buttigieg.
0: Yeah, I know we can find it someplace. Yeah, I mean you're gonna you could do
1: one of those PBS things they did on me. Um, <laughs> so Buttigieg, he's the, I think he's the smartest of them all the Democratic candidates. Buttigieg is the smartest and very articulate guy. I'd love to debate him. I don't think he'd do it um, because he doesn't really stand for anything. If you look at how he's positioning himself, he's a kind of radical left Christian. So alright, are you um, a liberation theology person? Is that what you are? What are you? So nobody knows what he is and they didn't really like him in South Bend very much um, and which is just a little Hamlet dominated by Notre Dame. Uh, not qualified to be president, but either was Donald Trump. I mean, he, Donald Trump didn't have anything in his life. If you read the United States of Trump, that's one of the things, that he never did anything in the in the public policy arena but build a skating rink. That's all he did. And yet, Americans were accepting of his... Um, promise to drain the swamp, which he yeah tried well because to he's
0: wait a minute uh, you know I, you know where I stood on Donald Trump uh, and it what you know wasn't a, it wasn't a happy place for Donald Trump but Donald Trump to say he didn't do anything you know with public policy no he didn't but Americans trusted him uh, because he you accomplished know why they trusted him they trusted him because he got things done
1: they trusted him because they saw him for eleven years on The Apprentice that's what did it. Yeah, he had that authoritative
0: success brand. But you I got everybody's mind. But, but you, you and I both know that yeah. the media can do a lot of things to can destroy. Hang on, to destroy, but they oh, okay. they cannot make somebody into something that they are absolutely not for 11 years. Donald no. Trump was a very I mean still is a very successful businessman who built buildings. I mean, you and I both yeah. know, don't ask him how he gets stuff done in New York, because I don't want to know the answer, but he gets it done. And so he had that There's reputation. no doubt
1: about it, but yeah. on public policy, which is different yeah. from construction. Correct. All right. And you see that Trump has made some mistakes in public policy, yes. in dealing with foreign policy and failing to understand um, uh, certain situations. Buttigieg is in the same category in the sense that okay you you're elected mayor of a very small hamlet, you're an articulate guy, but what why should we give you power? Right. Now, the media can destroy people, there's no doubt they can, but they can't elect anybody anymore. They can't. Um, the country doesn't trust the media, it's too divided. So Buddha judge is gonna get favorable coverage no matter what he does but they're not going to be able to catapult him into that category. No, but so I do
0: believe I do believe Google and Facebook and YouTube uh, can make up a lot of that difference.
1: I don't know. Uh, Beck most viewer uh, voters are over forty years old. They're not as gullible in those precincts as the younger Americans are. Um, and right now we're living in a country that's so polarized and there's so much hatred. Um, now, I don't think they're going to hate Buttigieg. There's no reason to hate him. But on the other hand, what it, what is the if you were faced with Donald Trump and an economy that's booming, and Pete Buttigieg who's never really done anything, I, you would think that the the country would go to the booming economy guy, right?
0: Yes, yes.
1: So that's what the Democrats face. Now, maybe if some miracle will happen and Buttigieg will surge in South Carolina, which I think would be impossible. Um, but it, it all goes back to what are the Democrats going to do, Beck? What are they going to do? Well, They've got I, nowhere to go right now.
0: I think Congressman Al Green uh, said
1: wasn't it. Uh, it uh, uh, Did he sing that
0: song? No, he didn't. He, no, he actually He actually said this. Listen. I'm
1: concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected.
0: That's that's what the impeachment's yeah. really all about. Of course it is. Yes. And, and everybody knows that
1: right. now. Right. And it's about getting Adam Schiff a book deal, um, certainly. Uh, and he finally got a shirt that fit. Did you notice that yesterday? <laughs> he finally got it after I mocked him and, and let, went out trick-or-treating as him. The shirt three sizes too, too large, he got a shirt that fit.
0: Uh, two more questions. First one, what is it going to take to get Hillary Clinton to shut... Up and go away.
1: Well, as you know, my book, United uh, you know, States Trump, is outselling her book, Gutsy Women in Pantsuits. Right. I'm outselling. Her. Okay. Yeah. So that that says a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, Hillary Clinton, basically, I think, and then now I'm, I'm, I know her a little bit. By the way, I sat behind her and Bill Clinton. In Trump's wedding tomorrow in, Maples, in the I sat in the row behind them. And on Monday, in the Veterans Day Parade, I sat four seats away from de Blasio, Mayor de Blasio. Talk about that next week. It was very, very interesting. But uh, Hillary Clinton now, I think, has decided, look, I'm going to cause as much trouble as I can possibly cause, not only for Donald Trump and the Republicans, but for my own party. This is my theory. I can't back it up. But my theory is that Hillary is so angry with her own party for not coming to her and saying, oh, Hillary, we know you're the one. Come on, do it again, please. See, nobody's done that in the Democratic precincts. And she's mad that that hasn't happened. So now she wants to just cause trouble. And the reason I came to that conclusion, because I've always got a method, is the Tulsi Gabbard thing. Mm -hmm. So poor Tulsi, and I love that name, by the way, Tulsi. Um, Poor Tulsi is running for president. No one knows it. She's a congresswoman from Hawaii, and I think she's a patriot, served her country. I agree. All right. And then all of a sudden, Hillary Clinton says she's a Russian asset, Unbelievable, kind of like a Le Carre book, you know, yeah. uh, not yeah, yeah. Like, like Tulsi is the one they've infiltrated to. <laughs> and, and I'm saying this is insane. And she's got to know this is insane. Hillary Clinton's
0: not a stupid woman.
1: So she's doing it on purpose. And she's doing it on purpose because she's—it's a passive-aggressive play. Yeah, but every time, is,
0: every time she does something like this, yeah, she helps the other person's campaign and just throws herself yeah, underneath it totally the got bus. got
1: into the debate. Yeah, but Hillary did it to sell books
0: yeah well because she
1: got herself into the news cycle that's why she did it
0: yeah you but,
1: but she she had to know she was gonna disrupt her own party which she wants to do
0: okay last last question yeah. i only got about 90 seconds supreme court made a historic decision on mass shootings lawsuit uh, said they yep. can take them on this bill tell me how guns survive if this happens
1: i don't know uh, all gun makers now have uh
0: you a know, target on their back
1: they can get sued yeah uh, and they will believe me i mean it's oh, yeah look you know there's an industry of lawyers who go after certain cases in certain areas and now you're going to have an industry that go after gun cases so anybody shot a lawyer is going to come to the door and go look i'm going to sue you don't have to pay me anything but if i win i get 40 percent of what we win the guy goes here sign a paper and that's going to happen so gun manufacturers everywhere are going to be getting these lawsuits all over the place. Um, Why, would the know, Why would the Supreme Court do this?
0: Why would um, the Supreme Court do this?
1: That's a hard question to answer because they know what the unintended consequences. So you'd have to say they want um, fewer guns in the USA.
0: Yeah. All right. Bill, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, it. guys. Thank you guys you. See you later. Bill dot com. So have you watched Mandalorian yet on Disney Plus? I have not. No. Okay. Yesterday I told you that I watched it. Eh, it was okay, uh, but I hadn't watched all of it. Uh, the last ten minutes I hadn't seen, and the last ten minutes it gets pretty good. And by the end, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching the second one. Absolutely watching the second one. It, it's 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 it, it, it's it's a good ending. It's
3: yeah, good ending. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful for it. Yeah. I mean, the idea. It's kind of the only reason I. Uh, subscribed to multiple years of this service for some reason. Yeah, um, but you know they're. So I
0: I just think it was you know when they the, when when Mandalorian who I didn't even I didn't know they were big deals. Did you know they were big? I thought they were like the garbage people of space. I had no
3: idea. Let's be honest about it. People have a cult fascination with Boba Fett, so they made a bounty hunter series. Yeah, that's okay. that's so the end that's beginning and end well, of why apparently they. Apparently his... they're
0: pretty special. I have no idea what's going on. But when I found out the guy in the mask was luke's dad
3: what wait
0: yeah no you dude i haven't even no i yeah his father his No, father luke
3: is just like a regular guy and he's got that mask no on. he was hidden from his dad by his mom it was crazy no no you know you know what now that i'm remembering they fought like the whole
0: time so no that's the that's the ironic part you know one's always dressed in white one's always in black they hate right. each other but you know they they knew all the whole time. That was that's his dad. He knew all the time uh, uh, Skywalker didn't know. And dad doesn't well, know if a, he was dad they're both Skywalker aren't they liar. Right, what that was his name before <sighs> I think he was thrown into lava or something. Oh, Cuz I didn't see that episode. You really didn't even pull the trigger on that one? No. Huh? Well, I pulled the trigger on part of it. And yeah. then I was like I can't take another George Lucas film. So the third. That was a third. I can't prequel. do it. All I know yeah. is that he died in lava or something. You're know, close to dying. Close You're to dying, dying in lava, and everyone tells me. Yes. He says no. No.
3: Like the worst scene in modern movie history. Yeah. That's all. That's that's all I know about it. Lava and no. Like James Earl Jones was like one take. That's what you got. <laughs> No more. You're paying me twenty five million dollars. You get one take of me saying no. Was that him? I think saying so. It. Yeah, and he's like no, no. It's like James so Earl Jones wasn't awful. He wasn't doing it until the mask. What's that? James he's in or, the mask in that scene because he's he's, he's, he's in the mask. He's, he's now done with the lava. That's why he's in the mask. So he he got he burned in the lava. He has to be put in the mask to stay alive, and that's when his first no. Oh, comes out. I thought he was like, no, don't throw me in lava. No, it's no. I've just realized I'm a freak, and I'm wearing a mask for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's, that's the well, it's a little late. I mean, what do you think? For a guy tinder? who
0: can see over the horizon, <laughs> Darth kind of missed it. <laughs>